the COVID bite is happening and what's happening in real estate, we're managing three and a half million dollars a month in rents, 1,650 tenancies. What's happening out there with rental arrears, residential and commercial? Stay tuned, we'll tell you. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Burjo, Mark Novak, episode 541. This morning, we're going to talk about the reality of the rental market. More on the back end, customers can always see how many listings are on realestate.com, the pricing. But at the moment, there are big concerns about basically we're hearing a lot about just how, how struggles out there, earning income, job keeper, unemployment. So how is that affecting bills being paid for landlords by tenants? Because that information's not out there. A lot of investors, especially in the commercial market, are basically not buying a property because the attitude is, I've had it before when I was putting something to the market, 7% return, they go, What's a, what's a 7% return doesn't mean anything if they don't pay rent, if they don't have to pay rent, I'd rather just keep the money in the bank. That's what we're getting in commercial, residential. Let's talk about it, Mark. As you said in the intro, we have a, a huge, basically, pool of data to look at mm. from the management we do of houses, apartments, and commercial property. And hopefully with... Um, we can shed some light on what's going on at the back end and um, maybe if you're looking to buy, can see where you're looking if you own a property and maybe you're being told one thing by an agent as an excuse that your bills aren't being paid. But let's hit the ground running. Mark, residential. Good morning. Good morning. How good's that little monologue? I'm getting like a news anchor. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Been watching too many news um, anchors. <laughs> Yeah. That's the angle. Lara Egram, Fox News. <laughs> yeah, look, it's, um, I think the bottom line, is, and, and I, I, you wouldn't really have a, I guess we, the benefit of, of dealing with a company like ours is, and, and your real estate agents, is that they sort of get to amass all of the information and put it all together and serve it up to you. And the bottom line is that, we're managing a hell of a lot of hell of a lot of tenancies, residential and commercial, and people have been pretty good and honoured their commitments. So people have made, you know, a commitments to their residential lease and their commercial lease, and they've actually been pretty good. Uh, I think you know there's been help from government. Uh, there's been help from, uh, from from people understanding that they need a roof over their head and they need to keep their business running. The actual numbers will run through as well. Well, let's go through it. Residential, uh, 50% of tenants paying rent. Let's sort of like give people a ballpark. It's 30% paying rent, uh, 80% paying rent. Like what's so what you reckon paying full rent and then what's discounted? What percentage of full rent, like nothing's going on, in sort of your opinion, what you're assessing, then how many is on a, on a, on a deal? It was really different to the first COVID, this COVID for residential. So the first COVID, there was a lot of tenants that put their hand up to the tune of probably about 
15% of our tenants to 20 to 20% of our tenancies for our landlords. Now, the people that actually qualified back then was less than 5%. Um, so that were people that actually were, were could qualify to, to be, um, for, you know, to get to get the discount, a discount, any discount. This time it's different. So this time with residential, not many residential tenants um, have actually put their hand up. Not many have actually. Most of them have just have have, have met their commitments of their lease. Um, I would say probably. Out of about the, the 13 on 100, 14 on 100 of the residential, there would probably be um, under 25 to 35 that would have actually that have qualified and have been granted. Um, undisputed, as in, uh, you know, the landlord just won't agree and the tenant just won't agree on a number, none. Yeah. So most of the most of the most of the tenants have actually just said, "Yep, look, fair enough, understand." Uh, thought I'd ask, or um, or the the owners have actually acknowledge, recognise the industry, uh, the differential the differences in pay, uh, discount. Not many, considering there's um, such a large cross section. Which is a big takeaway, just from the like at the beginning, no one knew what was going on, no one knew what they could get away with. No one knew if it was going to be free money. So everyone was thinking, government's going to back us. We're in a pandemic. I won't pay my rent. The landlord will get some sort of deal at the end. No one, basically, everyone wins. And then um, when, so there was a bit of that going on. Then there was people going, well, let's see if I, who don't care about the landlord. Let's see if I can be given this because of the circumstances. So a lot of that happened and a lot of good agents, uh, especially us in particular, it was just Chelsea evidence. It wasn't like, hey, I need this guy. No problem. Done, sir. How much would you like off? Um, so that didn't go on. So a lot of people obviously don't want to come back for it. And when you think we're a year, we're basically from that to when we had this surge, we're almost eight to 12 months on. So a lot of people adapted their life. They got, um, they got new jobs. They got new income. So a lot more stability because there were a lot of people who just got hit hard, no retail, uh, like hospitality's gone and that's a big section. Now those people may be in retail or, or, or other other industries that are doing really well. So I think a lot of people, they weren't panicking this round because they've already made those adjustments. Um, yeah. So landlord, that's big, it's pretty good. That's really good. Um, and For, then residential. For residential. For residential. And also, you've got to keep in mind, the reason it's good as well is tenants know if they don't pay, they can get the boot, the property gets re-rented. They've got nothing to hold on the landlord. A landlord yeah. will be like, you don't want to pay, you don't qualify, get out. I'll find a tenant in two weeks for the same rent, if not more. So tenants, at the beginning, we all thought the market would shit itself, nothing would sell, nothing would rent. Um, and I think tenants had a bit like how. They're not going to be able to get anyone for the property. It's just not the case. We're leasing 34 properties a month, which is on par to normal, um, and we're selling. So, And they're selling like crazy. So I think that on that residential side, they don't necessarily, rightfully or wrongfully, they don't have that leverage to put on a landlord. Come to commercial. Yeah, and, and, and just before we finish on, on residential, I think people made their adjustments last year. Um, I, I think people, if they were, if they had their bum hanging out, 
uh, with a rental. They'd overextended themselves on a rental or uh, they needed something bigger. I think all those shifts, all that churn happened last year. So I think people have actually positioned themselves well this year uh, financially and you know, property-wise, in order not to make big waves this 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 last COVID this last COVID lockdown, so people have just been more settled in, in residential. Now we come to commercial. It's not. There's a few sections here. Um, it's very different for landlords. For one, two tenant requirements are different. The actual market itself for commercial yep. is different. It's it could take up to a year to find a tenant. So landlords weren't in the same position as tenants where it's like, hey, you leave, I'll find someone. Um, also, some businesses were properly closed and a lot of tenants sometimes are a lot more more likely employees so they can find other jobs so they can be yeah. a bit more versatile. They, that door closes, another one opens. And But for commercial, that's their business, that's their sole income. There's no one paying yeah. them they can't just one day start somewhere else. They can obviously take up another job, bullies or anything like that, but that's their, that's their bread and butter. I do, an employee, some bosses like yourself kept paying us all the way through. Other bosses, they could just find, like an employee has someone to ask for besides the government. If, you, if it's your business and a lot of the time the, the help from the government wasn't there and wasn't good enough, especially for food people, it was a very, very different story. It was a very, very different conversation with landlords where if we had 40% ask for help, probably 40% qualified for it and were hemorrhaging. And it wasn't like I I could get, like a lot of people got a really good in residential where they were only working two days a week, getting a couple hundred, they got 750, they were getting more. Commercial, yep. their, their turnover could be five grand a week. They got a couple grand profit to pay bills and all they got was seven fifty. It didn't even cover anything, so it was very disproportionate. So, Mark, run us through your observation of the commercial management pool we have there. Is no one paying so rent? We're managing, we're managing um, sort of two, three hundred odd um, prospective tenants, companies, and stuff like that. Three hundred odd, and um, with that, probably about three quarters of them have asked for rental relief. Um, so compared to that residential, it's 75%. Compared to the sort of 3 4 5% in residential, it's so much, so much more. Um, now, people that have qualified for it, um, there's probably, so breaking that down to numbers, there's probably two dozen of tenants that have actually made a qualification. Um and, you know, and owners said yes, and owners said yes. Probably in the limbo, there's probably another 50 at the moment. So, yeah. and, and, there's, and there's a couple of no's in there that they're both, they're both parties have sort of walked away. But um, I've got to be really compassionate with these guys because, uh, so, you know, some of our friends and family, not that we manage, but, you know, that have been affected with their with their businesses and, um, and, and commercial tenancies and, the one common thing, the two common things that I hear is labour is really hard. Um, so these businesses, different to Code 1, these guys are finding it so hard to find um, workers uh, and the workers are, are so expensive. It's just 
just not becoming economical any longer. So yeah. kitchen hands, just 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 people to labourers. It's just really hard to find staff and really expensive. Um, the second thing I hear is um, that their tanks are empty. So if they did have a backup plan or backup money or a pot, they've exhausted that pot last time. So coming around to rental arrears this time, it's it's probably a bit more chronic for um, the people that were affected again for a second time in a row. Yeah, because just apart uh, what you said about labour, I've, I've spoken to a, a, a builder yesterday, they're really struggling at hospitality, but, and I'd never, basically immigrants, travel visas, all these visas who we kicked out of the country really early, which I, I get yeah. why, we want them to be on their healthcare system at their home, we didn't know what it was, but we crippled uh, um, the industries that are hurting the most, the construction and uh, hospitality. Like I was speaking before, if they want a job like landscaping, moving stuff around, they had people they can just be like, yeah, we got 20, got 20 immigrants, um, we can get them there, bang, day in, day out. But now people are wanting insane amounts of money, all contracts, long serve, everything. They, and the guy's like, yeah. we can't pay you $50 an hour, 80 bucks an hour when we used to pay 20. It's, we can't it's do nuts. the job. It's, it's, it's nuts. And, we took it and get your kids out. Get your kids out to bloody work, guys. Like, I've got that arm wrestle on a personal level at home with Lise. And yes, I'm with my smoke with with my fifteen year old. Um, so I'm saying she should go get a job. Like she's at thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I was working at twelve and nine months. Um, you know, you should go get a job and it's not just it's not just for your kid to go out and actually learn skills, but that the companies, you know, the, the delivery companies, the whatever, they need workers at the moment. And on the flip side, that's not how we're being brought up now. So, well, Lisa, uh, on, on her side of things, saying, mate, it's all about her education. Leave her alone and just let her, just let her be, a, be a great kid at school and study and that's it. You know, like, leave her alone. <laughs> so... It's it's much more challenging for businesses to pay rent at this at, at this stage for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, no, the best education you get is working. I look at what I learned working at Domino's from when I was I don't know twelve or thirteen, managing a store at 13, 40, 50 staff. It, I learned more there than I ever did in school. So it's one, it's great for the economy and the business, but the real education is real life. So I think get them working for one. As Anmal says, cleaners, majority of immigrants are students, 100% right. Like that was a necessity. So people are struggling there as well. Um, what That was the second point you touched on as well. You said uh, labour. What else what was your second point, Mark, for commercial? Uh, uh, having the, the pot, having the pot uh, from last, yeah, they used up a little bit of money. A lot of our tenants have have said, look, we we were okay in COVID one. We sort of had a backup plan, but we've used the bloody backup plan in COVID yeah. one. Business owners are proud people. They've they've started their own company. They don't they don't want handouts. They want to do it themselves. And that when when yep. shit hit the fan the first first time of COVID, they were just like, we're going to knuckle down, do what we can. We're going to pivot, and they didn't necessarily ask for help. They were just head down, bum up, but. The help didn't come like they didn't ask for it but like the time when everyone was thinking it's going to be a month it's going to be two weeks it's slow spread all this stuff people are like we're gonna knuckle down 
but unfortunately they dug into their savings, they capped out their loans, and then they get to, oh, shit, now I need help. Obviously, if they, if we knew things in hindsight, they would have asked for it for day one. We would have worked something out. But you only can do what the advice, like, no, there's no fault there. It's just they're proud people. They want to do it themselves um, and not handouts. And then now the handout isn't even really there. Landlords are copying it. It's a bit of a bloodbath. Yeah, but on a positive note, Virgil, I, I think for if you're considering buying an investment property, um, I don't, and you're considering buying residential, definitely don't be worried because the numbers that we're seeing across our portfolio, you know, there's tenants of tenants are keeping to their commitments that they've made to their landlords, um, yeah. and certainly on commercial, uh, majority. Um, are, are keeping to the commitments in most parts um, that they've made to their landlords. and uh, But it just goes to show, Booge, if you want to be a commercial landlord, you've got to have a little bit of fat in the bank as well. I agree. And I think that's a wrap. So, Anmar, Luke, thanks for watching. Everyone really appreciate it. We had a great show yesterday with uh, Michelle and Michael. That's had great views and that was really good. Went to, to Forbes. Went to Forbes, a little street view, got real tech savvy, so I loved it. But yeah, anyone else wants to come on the show, talk about their business, especially if it's not real estate related. Love to have some businesses talk about their experience through COVID, how you got through labor. Wouldn't mind having some hospitality, some construction people on. So reach out, DM us. We're always happy to share the spotlight. Big okay. time. Thanks, everyone. See you, legend. Go for.